Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next two hours. Two hours down, two more to go. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Simple. You can always listen on the free Odyssey app. You can tune in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You can listen on Sirius XM Channel 158. And you can also tune in on a smart speaker. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And we have talked about a lot. We talked about Nathaniel Hackett, new head coach of the Denver Broncos, admitting that he made a mistake trying to kick a 64-yard field goal last night. He says, I should have gave Russell Wilson the ball. Oh, yeah, damn it. You paying this man, I don't know what, $245 million over the next bunch of years? Yeah, put him to work. That's what he brought him in there for. This isn't Drew Locke trying to win the damn game. At the same time, I filled you in that T.J. Watt is not going to need surgery on his torn pack. And that Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones says, I'm not, not putting him on injured reserve. That Dak Prescott, he might be able to return in four weeks. Well, he can return in four weeks. I still think the Dallas Cowboys, they're going to return to the basement. I have zero expectations for them to do a damn thing this year. Sorry, what else is new? We talked about how funny Jerry Jones sounds. We talked about Mike Tomlin. And in my free time, when I can find some, I'm going to figure out and think about a way to put some of these hilarious voices into one cartoon. I'm going to try my best. Stay tuned to see if I can do it. I got to tell you as well, later on this hour, we're going to be joined by an NBA Well, he's not in NBA. He is the reigning defensive player of the year. His name is Marcus Smart. He is the first man to win defensive player of the year at the guard position since some guy named Gary Payton, the glove, did it more than 20 years ago. And so Marcus Smart is going to join us in about, I don't know, about 40 minutes we'll have Marcus Smart on. And you're going to blink. The NFL season came back rather quickly NBA teams will be back in training camp in a couple of weeks. The season is going to start in about a month's time. And so I'm going to ask Marcus about the Celtics, uh, some of their new additions. Malcolm Brogdon is on the squad, and then he's also working on something amazing for the community. And so Marcus Smart 
is going to join us later on in the show, and that should be fun. Unfortunately, that's not the only news in the NBA that has come down the pipe that I have to share with you. It was a little bit of a shock or a surprise today, well, maybe not so much, to learn that the NBA is punishing another owner. The last owner to get a major punishment in the NBA, you don't have to look any further than Donald Sterling in 2014. Adam Silver just became the commissioner. He just took over for David Stern, and he had a crisis on his hands right in front of him. Donald Sterling, who formerly owned the Clippers. uh, Hey, Shep, what would I call Donald? Was that his mistress? That was his mistress, right? Yeah, she wasn't in it for love. Yeah, she wasn't in it for love. She found an old guy in his 80s, and she must have been in her 20s. And uh, what was she looking for, Shep? You want me to be honest? I mean, I'm I'm guessing. She wanted a hug. She just wanted a hug. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Yeah, she just wanted a hug. hoping he would pass. No. Well, that's my guess. Well, he was married. I understand that, but... He's still married, I believe. Well, anyway, (laughs) Donald Sterling was hanging out with a young woman who wasn't his wife. I'll allow you to draw conclusions. Well, she happened to record him. And some of the things he said, well, not some of the things, a lot of the things he said were racist about his own players and his positions and how he put them into spots. And it, it basically got him a lifetime ban from the NBA in 2014. He was forced to sell the team to their new owner, Steve Ballmer of Microsoft fame. And we see Steve Ballmer sitting behind the basket, losing his mind. I don't know at what, because none of his stars ever play. Uh, But Steve Ballmer owns the team, and Donald Sterling got a lifetime ban. And I guess it's not too bad when you get the boot and you make $2 billion dollars as a result that's a hell of a punishment right not too bad for mr donald sterling who by the way is currently 88 years old and so donald sterling was the last guy to get a punishment a major one until today the nba we found out has fined son's owner robert sarver 10 million dollars because he violated workplace standards. And I know that is a a very blanket statement. And if you allow me a few seconds, I will detail to you what that means. Not only was he fined $10 million for violating workplace standards, he's also been banned from his own team for an entire year. Yes, we know the Phoenix Suns, not this past season, but the year prior last year, This was a squad that was in the NBA Finals. They didn't necessarily live up to expectations this past season due to injuries, Uh, but this isn't isn't some bottom-dwelling franchise. There's still an expectation that they'll they'll come back with an older Chris Paul and a more established Devin Booker and Aiton getting paid and and still bridges their Booker, etc., that they're going to compete in the Western Conference. But Robert Sarver will not be able to participate and stick around. And if you want to know what violating workplace standards are, 
yes, there, there are many areas where he was pretty much a complete jackass. Here's the deal. ESPN published a story back in November of last year, and it pretty much detailed allegations of Robert Sarver just helping to foster an environment of misogyny and racism and bullying in the organization where he, as the owner, was pretty much the ringleader. And, and, and some of these, these accusations which were levied on him, they were investigated by the NBA for the past year. The NBA hired a law firm to go ahead and, and investigate these claims. And they pretty much check a lot, a lot of boxes. What did Robert Sarver do? How about we start here? This man had no problem and no issue with repeating the N-word. He wanted to tell stories, and he wanted to say, and there were multiple instances where he said this and admitted it. How about one instance? Robert Sarver was in the recruitment stage with a free agent, and he was recalling a story with a black player. They're trying to recruit a black player, and he used the N-word. Everybody kind of told him, hey, man, you, you can't say that. There was another instance where Robert Sarver was mad. He was upset that a player on the Warriors didn't get a technical foul for using the N-word. And so Robert Sarver, he went on a fit following a game using that. And they told him, hey, man, you can't say that. Stop it. There was another instance where the family of a player was on the team playing. And he repeated that. And they're like, hey, you can't say that. And so not only did he say that word, there were also instances where he would talk about the appearance of women in the workplace. There was one point in time where at his business, he encouraged the women to have all women meetings so all of the women could pretty much just try to understand his expectations of him or of them, I should say. They said he bullied, he insulted, he made crass and crude jokes of a sexual nature. He said one of the female employees would no longer be able to do her job competently Because, A, she was a woman and she was pregnant. So he sounds like a caveman jackass to me. Is there a a combination of the two where you can, you know, just just combine them? I think the answer is yes. And so after a full investigation, after hundreds of interviews, after going through messages and emails, the law firm that the NBA hired pretty much said that, yeah, this man fostered an environment unbecoming of, A, a professional environment, but but B, anything. Like, it's not okay to say these things and do these things. It doesn't matter if it's it's 2022. No matter if we go back into 1950. And so Robert Sarver, he's been fined $10 million dollars he has to go through counseling and classes, et cetera. 
The organization is going to be watched by the NBA for the foreseeable future here. The money, the $10 million fine, is going to go to organizations that help battle misogyny, battle racism. And there are a lot of folks who say, and uh, folks who were interviewed and also fired, no longer part of the organization, they can't believe that Robert Sarver is being allowed to keep the team. But what's the difference between this and Donald Sterling? Well, Donald Sterling was much more direct in how he wanted to refer to his own players. Robert Sarver, there doesn't appear to be evidence of him being direct or being directly insulting to his players or anyone in general. He's just being a jackass. He's being ignorant. He's being an ass. And I can tack on some other words there, but I think... I think you get my, I think you get what I'm saying. And if you want to know what type of person he is, there's no better indicator of this than the additional report that he was not in favor and he was not happy with the fact that he was being fined $10 million. He was not happy with the fact that he will be suspended from his own franchise. He can't go to and attend team meetings. He can't attend league meetings. He can't go into the building. He can't go to the practice facility. He's gone. Now, is that going to be accurate? Is he not going to, I don't know, hit up James Jones and ask him what's going on with his team? Is he not going to participate in any way, shape, or form in the organization? Come on. There's always workarounds. This is similar to the NBA trying to find guys for tampering. There's no way around it. You can't make Robert Sarver just disappear off the face of the earth. And when it comes down to billionaires and people who have this much money, what's the real punishment? If Robert Sarver was forced to sell the sons, what is he supposed to do? Sell them and walk away with how much? Two, three billion dollars? That's a hell of a punishment now, is it? Robert Sarver bought the Suns in 2004 from the Colangelos. He paid, at that time, $400 million. The Phoenix Suns right now are worth multitudes of that, billions of dollars. And Robert Sarver, he knows about money. No surprise here. His dad was a banker. He was a hotel developer. Robert Sarver got into banking. Then he got into real estate. It'd be a hell of a punishment if he was forced to sell the team now, wouldn't it? And of course, we got a billionaire crying about being fined $10 million and being told to go away for a year. Must be a terrible life to have billions of dollars and, hey, just just go away. You can't babysit your toy for a year. What a harsh punishment. I'd take his billions of dollars and be told to take a hike. Sign me up. I don't need to watch a season of Chris Paul taking $40 million from me and then falling apart at the end of the season because he's old and broken. No, thank you. That's besides the point. I take no issue with the punishment that Robert Sarver received because in reality, You make that much money, 
it ain't that big of a punishment. Ask Donald Sterling. He's about 90 years old this, at this point. He's a billionaire. What was the punishment? That he doesn't have a play thing? He doesn't have a play toy with the Clippers? I think he's doing just fine in his old age, all things considered. Here's the difference. Robert Sarver is guilty of being an ass, a jerk, being bold, being a bully, utilizing his money and his position to beat up on folks. Sounds like someone like Daniel Snyder, who in a different space just has kind of ignored every single detail or situation having to deal with just being a quality human being. You know, not objectifying women, actually being considerate to the people who pay tickets to see you. But this is nothing new. People have been utilizing their money and their influence and their power to do these things forever. And if you think Robert Sarver is the first person to be a bully, if you think Robert Sarver is the first or last person to you know, use the N-word in front of people or not in front of folks, then, man, you, you must be living in, in utopia. If the NBA found any reason that he was a full-blown racist and not just a jackass, he would have been gone. And so is he going to learn a lesson? Probably not. But this is what it boils down to in sports. He is not ruining the money enough to give him the boot. This is a slap on the wrist for a billionaire who happens to be a petulant child and ultimately a bully. Maybe if he had to work a day in his life, he'd view life a little bit differently. And so I take no issue with the punishment handed down by Adam Silver. But I'll tell you this, Adam Silver, he's still the best commissioner in sports. Ain't nobody going to bat 1,000. And a punishment handed down to Robert Sarver, it's, it's a warning shot. It really is. And can we really be surprised? We can go through the Sarvers of the world. We can go look at the Sterlings. We can look at other owners behaving badly. Hi, Robert Kraft. And we can look at what billions of dollars, what they do for you, especially when you're part of the club. Other owners are typically not going to punish other owners because we got a lot of owners who are doing dirt and they don't want things exposed. Robert Sarver, he got caught. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We talk about punishments coming all the time for players and not being on par with owners. Well, Anthony Ant-Man Edwards, he got into some trouble himself over the weekend. I got the phone lines open. We'll talk about Anthony Edwards, and then we'll have a quick conversation with Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, man, this is going to be cliche as a mug, but a uh, long time, long time listener, first time caller, man, and I appreciate your show big time. You have so much insight. I just want to give you props on that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I need to let you know about this. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. You can learn more at NavyFederal.org. And who's the Defensive Player of the Week? Screw the week. I'm giving you the reigning Defensive Player of the Year in the NBA. His name is Marcus Smart. Why is he my defensive player of the week? Because he's going to join us here in about 15 minutes. And why not? Marcus Smart helped lead a turnaround for the Boston Celtics starting back in November. He talked about the team needing more camaraderie, needing to pass the ball around, needing to operate more as a team. Well, what did they do? They ran all the way to the NBA Finals, representing the Eastern Conference and Marcus Smart. He became the first guard to win the Defensive Player of the Year award since Gary Payton did it in the 90s. It's 2022. Marcus Smart, your Navy Federal Credit Player of the Week, he's going to join us in about 15 minutes from now. Right before we went to break, I told you about Robert Sarver, who happens to be the owner of the Phoenix Suns. He was fined $10 million. He's been suspended. He's going to be forced to stay away from his own team in every capacity for the next year because of just a litany of workplace issues. Anything that you could think of that a a boss would be awful at at work, he did it. Mistreatment of women, making people uncomfortable, bullying, crass and crude jokes. Uh, He had no problem and no issue with utilizing language that most would find to be inappropriate, or repeating the N-word when multiple staffers and players have told him, hey, man, you need to stop, you need to chill, you need to relax. And he did these things anyway. And now he's being punished. And reports say that he wasn't happy and didn't agree with his $10 million fine and being banned for a year. Well... Just some rich kid is going to find anything wrong with everything. Poor me. Woe is me. Let's see if he actually comes back a year from now and happens to be contrite. Or maybe even better, let's see if he comes back and is a better man. Will, he's calling from Boston. He's on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, thanks for having me. Um, I listen to your monologue and... You know, it just brought a lot of light to just as good versus bad people. And, um, you know, Sovers grew up in a bubble exactly like you were talking about. He's never had to been against it like the rest of us out here having a hostile day to day. And he became very ignorant. Has nothing to do with the color of his skin. Has everything to do with his personal ignorance. And, and I appreciate you being being honest and rapping. My, my guy is about to come on here, and he's done nothing but hustle from forever. Where's number 36, just like Danny Moore, down in South Boston, just hustling forever, thrown out of middle school. I don't mean to digress, but good people are good people, and bad people 
need to lose their job. Yeah, well, it's a it's a tough thing to do when you got billions of dollars. Is there losing of a job when you are the when you're the boss? Is there is there losing of the job? Like, what what are you gonna do? The most you and, and this would happen to this would have to be a a change in the bylaws of all of these organizations, whether it be the NFL or Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, et cetera, et cetera. Like if you behave badly that you can you can lose your investment. It should change. It really should. But there's really going to have to be a change. It's unfortunate. Bad things have to happen for real change to take place. That is the worst thing. And it shouldn't be that way. It really shouldn't. But why should someone behaving badly, quote unquote, be punished and only get a slap on the wrist? Like, come on now. I don't care how old Donald Sterling was. He's 88 now, eight years. He was 80 years old when he had to sell his team for $2 billion. What did that hurt beside his ego and his pride? I mean, I think most of us here, oh, I'd, I'd be thrilled to be punished and make make $2 billion. And oh, yeah, by the way, he sued the NBA, and they came to an agreement with a settlement like like Donald Sterling needed more money. That's just how one portion of the world, one small portion of the world operates. But things do need to change. If you're going to be a Robert Sarver or you're going to be a Donald Sterling or I I can go on down the line, if you're going to be a Daniel Snyder, if you behave in this type of way, you shouldn't be able to keep your franchise. Yeah, this is a this is a different era now. Now you got to pay billions to buy a team. These guys bought teams. Sarver bought the Suns in 2004. Snyder has had his team for about 20 years now. We can go on down the line. Sterling owned the Clippers for the better part of of 30 years. Like they bought these teams for hundreds of millions of dollars, and now here, 20 and 30 years later, they're able to flip them for billions. It shouldn't be the case. If you're going to be this awful of a human being, if you're going to be this awful of a jerk, you're going to be this trash, it's real simple. You should lose your investment. You should get the boot and you should lose your money. I think that is definitely going to change the approach of of most owners. Ain't no different than players. The players make millions of dollars, and if they screw up, They can lose it all. They can be fined. But they don't have no golden parachute to the amount of billions of dollars. It doesn't work that way. Here over the weekend, we had Anthony Edwards. This man is a star in the NBA. He might be on his way to superstardom. And for whatever reason, still at 21 years old, he's still learning that maybe you shouldn't put everything on social media. This man put a a video up on his Instagram story. He saw a bunch of men happen to be standing around without their shirts on. He said, oh, man, it's so sad. We got a bunch of fill in the blank. And he called them a, a, a derogatory term. And he's just he put it online. He insinuated that these guys were gay, but he decided to use a slur and he wanted to put it online. He thought it was a joke. 
And, of course, he got eviscerated for it. And then he apologized. I was immature, hurtful, disrespectful, and incredibly sorry. It's unacceptable for me or anyone to use that language in such a hurtful way. There's no excuse for it at all. I was raised better than that. The Wolves agreed, and he's probably going to be fined $50,000 or so, maybe a little bit more. It's a wild world. But we get punished? Billionaires? Can they get punished? It's a tough one. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have a conversation with the NBA Defensive Player of the Year, Boston Celtics' Marcus Smart. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show right here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, the NFL season is underway, but we are going to blink and we will be right back to NBA basketball. Plenty still going on in the world right now. And we are being joined by right now, this minute, this second. The reigning defensive player of the year. He's a former Oklahoma State Cowboy. He is a Boston Celtic. It's my main man, Marcus Smart. Marcus, how you doing, bro? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. No doubt about it. I know you were a different type of Cowboy in college, man. And I know you're a fan of the Cowboys coming out the Metroplex. First question. Can you play quarterback? Because I think Jerry might need one, man. Oh man, don't give me story. But yeah, man, I, I played football before I ever played basketball. So that was my that was my niche at first. So I, I, I played quarterback a little bit. Uh but wide receiver was my my main uh, position for me. Well Jerry needs one of those too. What do you think what do you think those Cowboys are gonna look like for the rest of the year, man? Not looking too good. Listen, unfortunately for us, man, the Cowboys have been the Cowboys for since I've been I'm twenty-eight, so for my twenty-eight years, ain't nothing changed with them. They do real good. And then it's time where it really matters. And unfortunately, we 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 at home watching everybody else again. So we'll see. My my expectations aren't high. So whatever they do over those expectations is a bonus. Marcus Smart is here with us. Man, we know we're getting ready for a new season in the NBA. We saw what the Celtics did. You won defensive player of the year. Y'all went to the NBA finals. We're coming into a new season. It seems like we snapped our fingers and boom, we're already here. What is that experience? What can you and the rest of the squad take from that experience last year into this coming season? Um, I think we can take from that is uh, mentally draining, how mentally draining it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially when you've never been there and that's your first time. You know, the Warriors, they've been there multiple times, so they, they understood what mentally it was going to take, physically and everything. And they were prepared and a little more experienced than us. So, plus, we definitely were able to take that men- mentally, uh, that mentality that, you know, uh, the farther you go mentally, the things that get harder just as much as they do physical. And you have to learn to to, to, to be able to play through that m- mental fatigue. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of young guys and we were learning that. And I think that's something that um, is definitely going to help us with next season. Well, Malcolm, you talk about the even the change last season. You, you talked about more of the team ball starting in November. We saw how y'all started off in New Year all the way into the finals. Now you add someone like Malcolm Brogdon, who was very complimentary of you, your IQ, and how you play. What do you have to say to an addition like him and what he can bring to the team? Man, I've been telling everybody who's asked me that question, actually. Man, like, um, I know we didn't really get to see as much of Malcolm because he was hurt uh, last recently. So, 
But before he was hurt, we understand, you know, he's an all-star dude doing his thing. And, you know, we, we know his game and it fits very well. And I think it just compliments not only me, the team and the brand of basketball that we want to play here in Boston and the Celtics because he has a great IQ. He, he, he understands how how to not only get himself going, get his teammates going. And he's a good defender, so, you know what I'm saying? So to add that along with, with a great defense team that we already have, and another bigger body and another guy whose IQ is just as high as mine and other guys on the team, it only makes us more dangerous. Marcus Smart is here with us, reigning defensive player of the year in the NBA. Man, I know you even stopped a, a workout earlier to, so we can go ahead and, and, and have this chat. What are you adding to your game? You're not the same player as, as, as when you came in. What have you been working on this summer? What have you seen from any of the other players on the team as well? Definitely. You know, each and every year, um, you know, you got to get better. You know, for me, that I took a, a big leap last year in that point guard role, of, you know, uh, demanding the team and running my team. But, you know, just even more crisper for me, you know, um, for me really being able to, to just shoot the ball like I know I can and my teammates need me to, to help, you know, guys like Jalen and Jason. Um, and just really continue to, to hone up on my skills of being that leader uh, on the court and, uh, you know, really just becoming a more of a threat for my teammates. And I think we all been doing that. Um, you know, we know Jason is a great scorer, but he's also been working on, you know, facilitating, taking his time and finding the spots where to score. Um, and also, you know, working on um, getting everybody else involved as well. So we've all been working on um, things that we think we should work on, but things that we are great and just continue to hone those things and, and bring it all together, mesh it all up, and see what we get. Marcus, you talk about being a, a more polished point guard. When you won Defensive Player of the Year, one of my favorite folks and a real nice guy, he's a funny guy too, he would rip the hell out of you, GP Gary Payton, man. He connected you with, with, with that award. A, were you shocked that you received it? We're used to seeing big men get the Defensive Player of the Year award. And what was the first thing GP told you? Oh, man. Yeah, I was – I'm not going to lie. I didn't think it would happen. You know and I'm saying uh, rightfully so. Bigs, you know, they do a lot. Um, but – and also it's just – it's we didn't really have as guards a way of uh, showing our contribute uh, our contributions and how much we contribute to that end. There was no stat to really determine that for us. You know, you got blocks and rebounds. Well, bigs do most of that. But people don't realize as a guard – in order for the big to get the shot, you got to make your, the, the guy who's shooting the miss. And that's on us as guards. You know, we got to chase Steph off the screen and make sure you miss a three and then chase him down and funnel him to our big. So it's like we do a lot that, that doesn't get uh, talked about nor doesn't get fairly, um, um, I guess, assessed to be able to give us the wall. So I was very surprised um, with that. And, and like I said, it so big to do so much. And then not only that, to have GP, the, the man himself, the glove, the legend, the last guard to do it, hand me the award himself was in itself just, I couldn't, I couldn't even ponder it. You know, I, I've been knowing PG for a while, uh, uh, GP for a while, and, you know, just talking to him when I used to talk to him growing up, when he see me, and when he gave me that award, he was just like, you finally did it. Like, finally, you finally up here with me. You finally got one. Um, and keep going. So, you know, that meant a lot, especially when you tip your hat and that's where you put your hat is on that defensive end to get that recognition. Marcus Smart is here with us, the JR Sport Reshow, CBS Sports Radio.
Yeah, man. Uh, GP is the best. The last dude to win it. This is almost 20 plus years ago as a, as a guard. Just never talk to GP about those Niners. The conversation is never going to go positive. Don't do it. Don't do it. Dingo, got it. You know no. that. And, and Marcus, we talk about GP, one of the greatest point guards ever. Just your style of play, your tenacity. And this is something amazing that you're doing right now. One of the key reasons that you play ball the way that you do is, is because of your family. And you are working on a great cause to spread awareness right now with Be The Match and also for Affleck. Explain to the folks why you play ball so hard and what your connection would be the matches. Explain that for the people listening right now. Well, definitely. So I'm the youngest of four boys. So if you got siblings, you know, and especially if you're the youngest, you know what that means. You know, you got to fight, you got to scratch, and you got to claw your way for whatever you want in the house. Well, I got three of them. So I'm fighting not one, but two, three, four at a time. So when I come on the court, you know what I'm saying? For me, is if I can fight my brothers who 20 years to 30 years older than me every day on this court, off the court, then there's nobody on the court that steps in front of me that I can't face. And so that's how I go about it. And my mom, and as she's the most strongest of us all, to have four boys and still demand that respect. And you know what I'm saying? As a mother, that's that right there, that takes more than anything. So you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was getting baby from her because she couldn't do that. She had three other boys. She didn't know what baby it was. So it was all tough love. So when you get on the court, you know what I'm saying? That comes out, you know, everything you, you work for your family. And then on top of that, I've also, you know, dealing with, I lost my mom four years ago to cancer, bone marrow to be exact. And I lost my brother a while back, uh, about 14 or 15 years ago um, to lung cancer. And so being able to partner with Affleck and be the match to be able to, to help bring awareness to cancer and sickle cell and, uh, and other, obviously, uh, blood-related diseases is something that uh, has hit home for me personally. And is I think, something that it goes hand-in-hand hand with me. And the way that Affleck uh, continues to, 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 you know, to uh, keep that, that, that um I'm sorry, I'm breaking out, but to really, they you know, close work, the gap. Man. I'm sorry, that is to really close that gap, you know, in the fight, the fight of, you know, helping find the cure um, and the way that they continue to go and not give up is exactly how I play on the court. No matter what the odds are against me, I'm going to continue to fight and I'll continue to find a solution. Marcus Smart is here with us, the JR Sport Reshow, CBS Sports Radio. I encourage everyone to go ahead and check out be the match and we know when it comes down to, to sickle cell and even blood disorders and diseases and cancers unfortunately these these things disproportionately affect african americans i think it's a matter of, of one and in 365 uh, black americans will, will be affected by by such man talk about the importance of just some of the health inequities that we see we know we used to toughen it out and it's just like hey this is a little bit of pain or this is just a minor thing and you keep going until you find out it's something larger talk about the importance of, of just getting checked out man yeah it's huge with the technology we have now um, we can catch a lot of things earlier than we used to which obviously you know helps the odds but definitely the odds are very slim um, when it comes to the funding so you know and when people don't really know and understand and, and are very educated about something such as sickle cells then it makes it less, more informative for them to know and to want to help or 
to want to go say, you know what, what can I do to change and help the change come? Such as being able to go and be a donor and join up and swab your cheek and join the registry to be able to have options for, you know, um, kids and people who are dealing with this disorder to have donors and to be able to find a match. And um, so it, it's, it's tough. But I definitely would have to say there's no need for us to fight it out anymore. There's no need for us to tough it out. You know what I'm saying? Do your research. If you don't know, ask. Ask questions. Go get checked up. Find out how you can go get checked up because you never know. By you doing that, you're saving a life and you don't know how many lives you possibly could save. Absolutely. Marcus Smart joining us, the JR Sport Show, CBS Sports Radio. As we wrap things up, that's for our own health. I think it's also important for healthcare providers to doctors and nurses to also be open-minded that people come from different backgrounds, they're from different places. We got a lot of people who listen, working in the hospitals, working in the field, sending the patients. What message would you share to healthcare providers about being open-minded and also listening to people from different backgrounds regardless of where they're from? I just have to say um, that everybody deserves to have a chance to, to, to have a kid. You know, and I, I think that that right there enough that everybody has deserves a chance to be able to have a chance to find a cure. And, and no matter what color you are, no matter where you come from financially, no matter what part of the country you come from, everybody deserves to be able to have an opportunity to have a cure and to have a fighting chance. I appreciate that, Marcus. Talk to the Celtic fans out here, everybody with that green and with that white. Are we expecting another run to the finals? I mean, it's going to be tough in the East, man. What you got to say to the folks? It's definitely going to be tough in the East, but you know what I'm saying? We're the Boston Celtics. Green runs deep. This is what we do. We definitely expecting another run, but we ain't expecting it to be easy. We know what we're up against, but we're ready for it. I can dig it. Marcus, I encourage everyone one more time to check out Be The Match. Where can they keep up with you, Mr. Defensive Player of the Year? Oh, uh, man, you can keep up with me on Instagram, Young Game Changer, Twitter, everything. Um, just... If you see me out, because I'm, I'm out in the city, I do a lot in the city. So if you see me out, say what's up, show love, um, find me at the garden. You already know I'm there. Just everywhere, man. You can find me wherever, really. So if you see me, you want to hit me, young game changer on Instagram, hit me up. I'm here. Props to Marcus Smart for everything that he's doing on the basketball court and also in the community, making sure that, you know, you can use your profile to help other people and make their lives a little bit easier. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to get to some more basketball. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 